the sound of the horn. Welcome to an all-new summer hiatus of the regular season Clipcast. I don't know, I'm confused too. I'm your host, Chris Kawild. Happy birthday, Kawhi Leonard. With me as always, deep from his home studio in Burbank, is Burbank Hank Henry Dittman, everybody. Ah, you, you scooped me. I was going to sing happy birthday. Happy 29th birthday to Kawhi Leonard, star of the Los Angeles Clippers. We're thrilled that his birthday present is. He gets to play more basketball this year. His birthday present is going to be another NBA Finals MVP and another championship ring, another franchise that he's going to single-handedly take to the promised land for the first time in franchise history. He did it last season in Toronto. He, of course, took the long-storied, excellent Greg popovich Tim Duncan's Spurs to the finals. He got the NBA Finals MVP, not Tim Duncan, not Tony Parker, not Manu Ginobili. So Kawhi Leonard has been to the finals three times. He's two and one. And why I say this, Hank, is because he's been to the NBA Finals three times. And we now have our regular season, rest of regular season schedule, Woo. where most of these teams we've played two or three times. Yep. And I've got the record for each and every season matchup. But let me ask you this, Hank. Is this a brand new season for you, or is this let's pick up where we left off? Well, I mean, statistically, which is where I like to, you know, make my make my bread, if you will. No one says that. You just said it. It's not a brand new season because we are picking up the records where we left off. Right. So it has to be the continuation of a season. I mean, look, uh, what we all have to accept and get our heads wrapped around is that whoever wins this, whichever team wins this ring— Every fan of the NBA, except the fans of that team, are going to cry asterisk. Sure. You have to know that. But as a long-suffering Oh, sure. No one's suffered longer than us. 50 years of suffering. Buddy, we'll take it. We would take this chip and dip it in some hummus and snack it up and be thrilled about it. Gimme, gimme, gimme. I mean, the last— To me, it's a a continuation, even though— Frankly, the last 100 days have felt like 1,000. Oh, my God. It's been like 25 years since I last saw live NBA so basketball. Many days. Here's the thing about Ugh. asterisked championships. Okay, so the one that I remember off the top of my head was the 99-strike-shortened season when the San Antonio Spurs beat the New York Knicks. I don't right. even remember who won the championship in the strike-shortened season of, I think it was 2012, let's say, there was a strike-shortened season that year. I honestly don't remember, and it wasn't that big of a deal. I think when it's all said well, and done— here's the, thing you have to, here's the thing you have to understand. If yeah. you win in an asterisk season, they don't give your team the trophy, and you don't get a ring, and nobody gets to wear oh, hats. There's no, there's and no banner? To, oh, <laughs> oh, no, they, none, none of that. It all still happens, people. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, actually, it's actually even better. I mean, I honestly don't think it's an asterisk at all. And also, talk to any of these wishy-washy, Johnny-come-lately Warriors fans who just popped up in the past five, six seasons, and they go, yeah, well, Kawhi, that's an asterisk because Kevin Durant wasn't there and he wasn't healthy and Clay Matthews was banged <laughs> up and Steph Curry's daughter made an adorable TikTok video that Wait, same Clay, night. Clay, Ma- Clay Matthews, the defensive player for the Green Bay Packers and then eventually the Los Angeles Rams was not there for the Golden State Warriors? Exactly. I mean, look, it's you not- Clay wa- Thompson. It's not Warriors cast, all right? I don't know. I can't differentiate your Clays, okay? <laughs> all right? No, I don't know to, to the me difference it is between a Cassius Clay, Clay Thompson, look, and I al- Clay Matthews. I also think we are desperate 
for normal. Uh, we're desperate for it. We want there is no sports being played. Um, it's it's touch and go if we're gonna get football, baseball. At least I guess there's some shot at it because it's it's not contact sports per se. Um, but to me, everybody's going to need to just embrace this, get excited about it. And I think the world will, I think this will be next level numbers because uh, all there's eyes nothing on else planet to watch. earth will be watching the NBA Disney world bubble. And I think that this will actually be a very even playing field. May the best team win because there is no home or away crowd swaying anybody. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. It's just who is the best basketball team? Who's the last team standing? So let me just catch you up. And I usually, I used to say, "Here's everything in a nutshell." But I'm working, I'm workshopping a new phrase. Here's everything oh, in no. a in a butt shell. Okay. Ew. Well, I, Ew. I, you know, I have a pet tortoise, and there's the butt part of his shell, if you will, where his tail sticks out. Nobody who calls that a butt shell. Now, I would I invite. Now, listen, we have a strong contingency of marine zoologists, marine biologists. Sure, we're the only will, team named who, after any really thing, you know, marine biology related to clipper ships. I'd ask any of our loyal listeners who are marine biologists to chime in here and and confirm that there's no such thing as the butt shell. Well, That's look, not what in, it's called. Look, in a butt shell, you can follow us at LA Clipcast <laughs> on Twitter and you can chime in and this is an Let interactive show in a butt shell. But look, here's what happened, okay? The Clippers okay. are 44 and 20. We've played 64 regular season games. Take the team down the hall. Uh, I can't remember the na their name off the top of my head. It's been so long, but let's just say they're the L word. There's another team in LA. They, I believe, have played 63 games. So everyone in the NBA has played around 63, 64, 65 games. When it's all said and done, there will be eight additional games played for the teams that are in the playoff bubble, or I believe it's five games or less out of that eight seed. So that's only one additional team in the East, and I believe four or five additional teams in the West. Now, everything is going to be relatively normal as we know it, with the exception of a potential sort of wild card series. And what that is is, look, one through eight are going to make the playoffs in each conference just like normal. One plays eight, two, seven, three, six, four versus five, like we always do. However, the nine seed in either conference, if you are the nine seed and you are four games or less away from the eight seed, there will be a wild card series. Now, this is going to be very different because, say, hypothetically, the eight seed team is, oh, I don't know. Who's the eight seed? Memphis? Let's take oh, a look. As of, right, as, of, as of right now, it's Memphis. They okay, are the Memphis. Eight seed. So say Just the Grizz are the eighth seed and say somehow Portland does very well, except against us, in this eight-game regular season wrap-up that's happening in Orlando. Say they go 7-1, and one, they win against everybody, and they lose against us. And say Memphis goes, I don't know, 3-5. and five. Anyway, hypothetically, Portland is only one or two or three games away from the eighth seed or even four. They get to go head-to-head, -head, the ninth seed versus the eighth seed. Here's the thing. Here's the reward if you're the eighth seed. All you got to do is win one game and you are in and good luck because you're going up against the number one seed. So if you win that one game, if you lose that one game, eight seed, you have a chance to win a second 
game. So if you're the eight seed, oh, you only got to win fun. one. If you're this the ninth seed, you have to win two games to advance. And I think it's pretty damn cool what's happening. Oh, I like it. It's I weird. like it. It's I'm cool. a fan. It's, yeah, I, it's weird and cool. Why not? I, I think Why it's not? so much better than uh, top 16 teams go and one plays 16 and two plays 15 because I don't like Ew, that. I, I never like that. Blech. No, no. No, I like this. I think it's fun. All right, I so, really do. So this is now, schedule now, day I, 2.0, Hank, and we are going to take a look at the remaining brand new just announced L.A. Clippers schedule, which starts on July 30th in the Magic Kingdom Walt Disney World Wide World of Sports brand new complex versus arguably our most heated and hated rivals, the Los Angeles. I can't say it. Can you say it? You don't. The Los Angeles Lakers. Come on. Uh, now, listen, I want to I want to say I want to say, first of all, yeah, uh, Lakers take now we at this point in our the way we the way we left the season. Mm-hmm. We were up on the Lakers two to one. We yes. had, we won the first two games. We lost the third game. Um, I don't and, believe and we're Kawhi something Leonard like thirty played. We're like thirty six and five against them in our last forty two or something crazy. Like we are, we have owned which them. Mean, which in the last yeah, eight years. which which means nothing because they didn't have LeBron and we didn't have Kawhi, Paul George, all that stuff. But Fair but um, we, I don't believe. If I remember correctly, Kawhi Leonard did not play in that third game where we lost to the Lakers. Am I remembering that right? Uh, you're remembering um, that and wrong. It, that was the only he game. He did play. He just played. He just we didn't have score. Lost when we were 100% healthy. We have won so, every game when 100% healthy, except for that one Laker loss, and we are up now, 2-1 on the season series. I have never loved Lakers games because they are never home games for Clippers. Right. Um, here's what I like about starting with against the Lakers. Um, if we come out and beat them the first game back, I think it scares them, and I think it rattles them. Sure. Um, I think that we're a team that's used to being disrespected, used to playing from the back of the pack. I even think Kawhi Leonard is like a two-time MVP, finals MVP, two-time champion with two different teams and doesn't get respect. And so I feel like if we win, we rattle them. And if we lose, I don't think it hurts our psychological makeup. Um, They, of course, have added – uh, J.R. Smith. I think that's pretty much official today. We're starting to really Speaking see it blow up on Twitter. Psychological makeup. Official. Uh, now, a, la- a lot of Laker fans never loved Avery ba- Bradley. I don't know how much it hurts the Lakers to lose Avery Bradley. So I'm you're friends. Adding a, a I'm brand friends with a lot point, of Laker fans, and 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 I don't like these people, but I'm friends with them mostly because of my wife. <laughs> okay. And they don't. Hate Avery Bradley like Clipper Nation hated Avery Bradley all of last season. We hated Avery Bradley. Everyone in Clipper Nation hated Avery Bradley. The people I'm talking to in Laker Nation, they're like, he's a tough defender. Oh, he's a real – they don't hate him. And I'm like, trust me, he's going to let you down. And P.S., what is he doing? Letting him him down. down. I mean, look, here's what I am not ever going to do. I'm not ever going to bag on any NBA player that is opting out of this bubble, this whole and I and by the way, I don't want to take us down this road of like questioning. Right now I just want to stay positive about the season sure. coming. I think we've had We're enough of that. We're talking about the Clippers there, season. There are plenty of questions as to whether or not this is the smartest thing in the world and how they're going to keep our players safe. So I think of a player, especially some of these players have kids who are immuno 
compromised or they don't want to leave their families for three months or whatever it is. So I, I don't have any. I'm not. I don't have any negative. Here you are taking us down the failing. road. You promised you wouldn't take us down. No, no, hey. but I, but I, I, no, but no, no. I'm saying that's why I'm not going to bag on these guys if they don't want to leave their families to go do that. I don't think they have to go do that. That said, Please, you're throwing let's get in a off point this guard. Road. You're, you're. Th- listen to me. I, I am. They're throwing in a point guard. That frankly, not only doesn't know their offense, Two but guard, even yeah. when he knew the offense of the Cleveland Cavaliers, right. J.R. Smith made some, one of the biggest bonehead plays yeah. since Chris Weber called a timeout he didn't have in the NCAA final game. I mean, yeah, it's he's as a bad as it gets what, what, what J.R. Smith has done. So, look, I have. They have. Yes, they I, I just don't think they're stronger. We Cleveland, don't know yet what's going on with Lou Williams. My understanding is that until the 31st, he has really did confirms. like how J.R. Smith, once he won the NBA championship, didn't wear a shirt for 27 months consecutively. I, I also love that. that. I, I love, listen, I, I enjoy him. I just don't think he's your answer for running the offense. So, you know, we, we but I mean, Avery Bradley isn't their point guard. He's their two guard, right? I mean, he's like their, he's like their defending defense guard, which by the way, J.R. Smith does not know how to play defense at all. He's just a three threat. But regardless, I think it's a huge downgrade for them. I, I, Avery Bradley's an idiot. Um, but let's talk. Oh, yeah, about- I mixed that up. I mixed that up. Avery Bradley's not their point guard. I'm tripping. July thirtieth. We are back on six p.m. versus the Avery Bradleyless Lakers. Uh, that is yeah. going to be such a great game because that is essentially what the sports world is predicting will be a Western Conference playoff preview. And that's going to start it off. And I think that was a very deliberate decision because that is the marquee matchup of the West by leaps and bounds. Nobody touches that matchup. Oh, no. And then and straight. So what do you call for that game? Do we want to go through the whole schedule first or we want to say right now? who? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I think the Clippers win that game for sure. I think it's a very similar game to – uh, it's very akin to game one of the regular season when we just knocked him out. And that was without Paul George. We are going to be 100% healthy. We're going to be a little bit different than we were game one of the regular season because, of course, we've added Reggie Jackson. We've added Marcus Morris. We've added Joakim Noah. We've got a really great team, a really great team. We're healthy. We're rested. We're ready. We're going to be the slight underdogs, is my guess, because the L word is the number one seed. We are the number two seed. But I definitely like the clips, and it's going to be a great way to kind of get into this. Here's what it is, folks. This is what basketball is going to be for the next three months, and I can't wait. So that's game one. And, yeah, I like the clips, by the way. Do you want to talk about each game individually, or do you want to say here's the eight-game record? Talk to me, Hank. I like us I want to keep no. I want to keep – let's keep pushing through these games. Let's keep pushing right, so, through these games. I'm excited to, to look at our next matchup because I think that you're talking about – there's a great transition here in that you're talking about the marquee matchup. The oh, yeah. current marquee matchup is the Lakers versus the Clippers. Oh, and yeah. we immediately follow it up with what the NBA wants so desperately to be a huge matchup, which is anybody versus Zion. And that is who we play next, the New Orleans Pelicans, who at this point we own also – in a two-win, one-loss series so far on the season. And the question is going to be, has this time off benefited or been a detriment to Zion? That's going to really be the question. Absolutely. And obviously, look, we were 2-1 and one versus New Orleans. 
I don't believe Kawhi ever went up against Zion. I don't think we ever saw any Zion. We lost a fluky second night of a back-to-back on Paul George's first game back. First game ever as a Clipper. We lost that game, but Paul George put on a show, and he was still dusting off the rust flakes. So I definitely like the Clippers who have won the last two versus New Orleans, who are 2-1 and one versus New Orleans. But yeah, you got to look out for Zion. And of course, you got to look out for the former employee, J.J. Redick. Yeah, look, I think we whooped these guys. I really do. I think that we're the Pelicans right now are sitting uh, in the 10th seed. So I do think they come out hungry. Uh, but I just think they get crushed. I think we really we whoop up on them. And I actually think there's a I think it's a close game versus the Lakers. Um, if I had to bet money one way or the other, my bet is that we get edged out by the Lakers and I won't say how the rest of it goes. Cause I don't want to tip my hand too quickly, but I think we come back on a comeback game and really whoop up on new Orleans. That's my call. I'm also noticing because 30 days has September, April, June, and November. I don't know if I got that right, but regardless, 31 days in July. So there are no back-to-backs during this remaining regular season schedule. July 30th. Untrue. Untrue. What do you mean? What do you, oh my God! There it is. July. There August it is. So just wait. August 9th. Oh my goodness. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna Hopey get to that. Poopy. But let's <laughs> let's talk about our next game, and that is against the Phoenix Suns, just like the New Orleans, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. I always want to say the New Orleans Hornets. Uh, we came out with a big loss versus Phoenix. If you recall, they oh, really so dragged rude. us all around. But then two wins right after that. Uh, you know, Phoenix still has some questions about filling their last roster spot. At least they did last. I checked the news on them a couple of days ago. So I think also Phoenix is a team that we're just going to roll all over. And P.S. there at the end of the season, at like they're batting 400. Their last 10 games, they were four and six, the Phoenix Suns. I just think they're going to get they're going to get turned by us. Yeah, dude. Did I use that right? That yeah, man, right. they're getting turned and they're also going to get learned <laughs> because we are going to learn them a thing or three about basketball. The first three teams of this new regular season were two and one versus Elward, Pels, and Suns. The Phoenix Suns started this season very well. Devin Booker was scoring like a million points a game and they actually were an over 500 basketball team for like the first month. And then of course, like the Suns do, they cont- they started sucking again. And so they are, I believe, an under 500 ball club and they are out of the top eight playoff seed, but they are close enough in striking distance. So they're going to be playing for everything, every game in this crazy new regular season. But yeah, dude, clips, big time. We are going to beat the Phoenix Suns. So if you're playing along, we both right now have the Clippers at 3-0 and for this new no, season. No, not true. You weren't listening. I think that we lose a close one to the Lakers. That is, I'm sorry to tell you that. I wondered why you didn't react. It's because you didn't hear me. I think oh we lose a close one to the Lakers. God. I blacked I out. Know. I bl- when you, you must tell have. me, hey, listen. We split the season series with LeBron's Lakers last season when he didn't have Anthony Davis, okay? We split and went two and two, and I think that was a massive fluke. There is no possible way we split the season series with these hated L words. Chris, I have never in my life hoped that I am wrong more oh, than I hope dog. in this moment. I hope You're I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. You're a dirty dog. I, I just You're not couldn't, even a person. I You're couldn't a look at this schedule. I couldn't look at this schedule and say we're going eight no. And when I look at it and try to think which is the one, what puts us on our heels? To me, it's our first. There's no. It's our first game back. 
that's the one I'm picking. I hope I'm wrong, but let's if, keep going. If if you end this podcast predicting that we're going to go six and two or five and three, I, I may not be able to talk to you. Well, let's not <laughs> come on. Let's just keep going. And see what happens. All right, moving forward. Next up is Dallas, Dallas Mavericks, who we have literally owned. And by the way, it looks very, very likely that that will be our first round playoff matchup. Is the Dallas, which Mavericks. makes me happy. It makes me happy, and let me tell you why. It makes me happy because they have big questions at the center position, and we not only don't have questions at the center position, uh, we have an additional answer with Joe Kim Noah being added to our roster, mm. guaranteed mm-hmm. through the end of this season, with an option already set up for the next season. He put out uh, an exciting Instagram post that was thrilling uh, about getting getting everyone on board and excited to do it with these guys and make a run at the championship. I think Joe Kim Noah is a great locker room guy. He's a great energy guy. Uh, you, you know, the Clippers, there are times 100%. We have a leader in Kawhi Leonard and a secondary player in, not a secondary player, but a, you know, a number two guy in Paul George, sure. who are very cool. They're cool. cool and then we have cucumber. Patrick Beverly, who is fire, and Montres Harrell, who is fire. And Hot. so you throw Joe Kim Noah onto the bench. I think he tips us over the top. So I just think our center rotation with uh, – our three great center players versus the question mark that is the Dallas Mavericks center position. Oh, yeah, dude. We got Ivica Zubats. Ivica Zubats. I love him. Is our starting center. And then all of a Underrated. sudden, Montrez Harrell off the bench to just clean your clock. Coming in with no foul trouble to go up against whoever your starting big is. And then now Joe Kim Noah as a third option. Get out of this Come city. Come on. And I we like did. It. We got out I of like LA it. and we're playing in, ha ha, oh boy, Magic Kingdom. It's going to be <laughs> exciting. So you like the Clippers versus Dallas, right? Love, no, I don't. I love them, as my daughter likes to trick <laughs> me. All right, so that gives uh, me, I like a I W love Clippers. Them. This, is, this is our biggest this is our big center highlight game. This is the game that you need to sit down and get ready to watch how bigs roll all over littles. That's what I think is going to happen with that game. Well, our next game is versus Portland, who we are also 2-0 and versus, much like Dallas. You may not remember this, Hank, but we played Portland, and you and I sat courtside, and we had a couple of ice-cold beers that game. I don't know if you remember that. I I do remember it was it was a great time. It was a great game. It was a great game. It was a blast. Uh and it was, it was one like of Buffalo two Braves over throwback him. night and I was wearing my Buffalo Braves black and orange jersey and my black and orange Syracuse ball cap. So I was really straight up upstate New York roots, just like the Clippers have their roots in upstate New York. And I know your wife and her family are from upstate New York. So we just really carried on and had a great time. And we saw a Clipper W and I like the Clippers. Although Portland does make me nervous in that is what's his name healthy. Who's basically missed the entire season. I don't know if what's his name is healthy. The guy who I saw. You know about CJ McCollum? No, no. I know D Lil and McCollum are going to be there, but like, there's like their their third option is a big. He's got some Euro mouthful. Is it name. Bill Walton? It's it, that's it. It's like Churchich or Nurchich or Durchich or Furkchich or Burke bitch. Excuse me. Anyway, so well, I, I don't know. Like you, you always get on me for swears, and now I feel I like was you're, just you're talking Euro talk, Hank. No, uh, so, there's not. It's, there's no such thing as a butt shell, and there's no such thing as a, a Burke bitch. <laughs> I know they got Hassan Whiteside uh, in lieu of this injured Churchich, 
Um, but and again, I'm not saying that name right. But but people who know Portland basketball know who I'm talking about and saw him go down in the playoffs and then saw former Clipper great Mo what's his name uh, Harkless. Uh, really fill in uh, for him and help guide them to the Western Conference Finals last season. You know, Damian Lillard was real like, will I, won't I go back to NBA basketball? And Portland is actually the only team in the NBA who didn't vote for what we're about to see. It was a 29 to 1 vote. And the one that said, nah, think of something else was Portland. So they're coming in with a chip on their shoulder. Obviously, I like the clips. We're 2-0 and versus Portland. I think we're going to continue that. But that is a, a bit of a red flag game for me, for sure. Well, there, yeah. And, and listen, the real red flag for me is that this is the first of a back-to-back two-night series with Portland the first night, the Nets the second night. And this is going to actually lead us to a very big question in this shortened season going into the playoffs. And the two questions are this. First of all, does Kawhi Leonard continue his process of sitting out, or is he fully healed at this point? So is he going to sit out one of these two games? The second question is, is Paul George going to remain healthy for this entire run of basketball games? And I think, look, he's now had some real time to heal. But, man, one of our big stresses, Clippers fans, if you can remember back into the regular season, which, again, Mm -hmm. feels like 25 years ago, Mm -hmm. was that Paul George just could not seem to get and stay healthy. So the question is, is he going to be sat? Is he going to get hurt in these first four games? Um, And so this is is where I start to question mark. I still think we have the pieces to beat Portland. um, And we'll get to the Nets. But the question is going to be, is Kawhi going to sit? Is Paul George going to sit one of these games? Yeah, that's a very is great Kawhi question because look at this back-to-back. The first of the back-to-back is at 10 a.m. It's a day game, a true day game. So we're watching at 10 a.m. They're on Florida time, which is 1 p.m. And then the next night versus the Nets is a night game at our 6 p.m. They're 9 p.m. So this is truly, if you have to play a back-to-back the way to do it because you've got a buffer of over 24 hours. First game, day game, second game, night game. I hate back-to-backs, but if you have to do it, that's the way to do it. So I do like the fact that, you know, I hate the fact that we have a back-to-back, but I like that we have a little bit of extra buffer room, and I am very curious. I think Kawhi Leonard plays both games. I have been proven wrong many, many times. So we'll see if I'm right Yeah, I mean, we're and listen – we're, we're going to have to see exactly what the Nets even look like. Am I right? Coming into this season. I mean, they're, they're two everybody prior, says Durant is prior. not an option, but like, wouldn't they, wouldn't that be such a story if Durant comes back and plays? I mean, I know they say it's not happening, but couldn't it happen, Hank? I mean, it would be incredible. What, what's going to be very interesting at that point is, um, are the Nets still in it? Because they will have played a back-to-back on the 4th and 5th of the Bucks and the Celtics. So we have to see, we have to see now right now, they're the seventh seed right now coming into it. They are the seventh seed and they are same amount of wins. One less loss than the Orlando magic Mm -hmm. who they also play, uh, Later on in the series, they play twice. Do Orlando? Did the Orlando Magic have an advantage playing in Orlando at Disney World? Possibly, except I think do, do, they still probably have to live in the bubble, right? They don't I, have an I advantage. They, they all wise. have to live in the bubble, 
There are no fans, but is there an edge to the fact that Orlando is playing all these games essentially in their backyard? I, I don't I mean, know. I look, mean, it's not their home stadium. Psychologically, Chris, we, we, if you were – I mean, look, you could say maybe because they at least are in their home city, their home state. They're, they at least know psychologically they're close to their families. Right. Um, but no, because there's no fans, and no, because they're not playing, sitting in their locker room and playing on their court. You know, there's that that great scene in Hoosiers where Gene Hackman makes Pee Wee measure the hoop and measure the baseline and all that. And he's like, it's still the same basketball court. But yeah, I guess it could be psychological. The bigger question with this Nets team is going to be because they start playing the Magic and then their seventh game they play the Magic. Mm. It, it's, the question is going to be by the time they play us, are they going to be out of this thing? Are they going to, you know, you see what I mean? Like they play, they play the Magic and that right there could put them out of the playoffs. Well, I mean, in the, but look, in the East, say they're seven and they fall all the way to nine, they're still in that weird bubble because there's that wild card one or two game playoff thing. So Chris, the you, Nets, do you know what it's like? You know, you know how they've it. recently, Survivor fans, if you're watching Survivor in the last several seasons, they have added oh, Redemption Lord. Island and the you're Edge of Extinction. Yourself, Hank. So it's like, now you no, this is a current show. It was just on the air, which like a month ago. Like uh, if you, you watch Wheel of Survivor, Fortune. You know, it's Shut like when up. somebody buys a vowel. Doo, 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 doo. Stop it. You're just aging Stop it. Yourself, I'm making man. a point. Stop all it. I, I'm making a point. All us somebody young millennials, all we do is TikTok. We don't watch Survivor like Shut you, up. Uh, We're no longer. You're no longer off the island if you're voted <laughs> off the island. And in the NBA, you're no longer eliminated just because you get eliminated. So who knows? But but I do no, think. I think the Nets are just fine. I think they actually are going to be jockeying uh, severely for playoff positioning. So each game is really going to matter. That being said, they don't scur me at all, although we haven't seen them. So I do like my sweet, sweet Clippers. And we get to see DeAndre Brooklyn. again. We get to oh, see DJ. Oh, my sweet, sweet. I, the um, Nets were riddled with COVID. They had, like, had three players have COVID. They didn't release who it was, Kevin Durant and somebody else. And you know DeAndre was one of those players. I just hope he's happy and healthy. I love DeAndre Jordan. But I hope he's real upset because of the loss. I do know that they beat the L word uh, their last regular season game before all the nonsense went down. But I like our guys, obviously, Clippers, and that would put them at 6-0 and for me. Do you like the Clippers versus Nets? Is it 5-1 and one no, or 4-2? No, no, no. Not even, not even if Kyrie Irving decides to play do I like them over us. So I think we crush the Nets. Oh, yeah, there's, sure. a real, there's a real thing where Kyrie Irving may not even be there for the Nets. I forgot about that. Yeah, we don't, I don't think we know at this point. I still think they haven't. I mean, they ha, don't. Doesn't everyone have until the first of July to make their call? We might have now, a clip per, cast personally. Again. When it comes to Black Lives Matter, P.S. I, if I'm an NBA basketball player and I want to speak out for the Black Lives Matter movement, I would 100% play, knowing the eyes of the world are on me, and I would make my statement with a shirt, with my shoes, or with my voice vocally and grab that microphone and say my statement and speak with my movement. That's what I would do. I, yes, it is a bold statement to stand with Black Lives Matter and not show up, but I think a even more bolder move would to be show up. Every eyeball on planet Earth is on you. Make your statement. Well, I... I I don't I'm not going to I don't really have an opinion because it's not my platform. And so and I it's not me as the player. But I will say um, that I believe that the league is trying to make the maybe they're doing the bare bones minimum 
Um, I got this information from uh, Locked On Clippers. Shout out Locked On Clippers. Uh, but basically, the NBA said that they are going to allow the players to make statements using thing, uh, their jerseys and what's I mean, printed on powerful, their jerseys. I mean, how powerful, Hank, if every single NBA player took a knee during the national anthem? I don't mean to go there, but how powerful would that moment be, Hank? I guess we're gonna find. I guess we're gonna find out exactly what the players do. Um, but that, but it is gonna be a big question whether or not Kyrie Irving comes. You'll to be play. watching. Have to I'll say. be watching, and hopefully, <laughs> Clipper Nation, you'll be watching me and Hank call the games because Hank and I have signed up with what is it called? Hot Mike. Hot Mike. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is a, we've been teasing this announcement. I didn't realize we were gonna do it today. We've been t- talking with the people at Hot Mike. They reached out to us. They love the Clipcast. Uh, and they have asked us to be what they call hot mic ambassadors. So you are going to have the option, Clippers fans, to get onto hot mic app. And the closer we get to it, we will t- explain ad nauseum how to get on there. Don't but worry. If you've and ever you wondered watch what's the game and it listen. like to watch a game with Chris Wilde and Burbank Hank Henry Dittman, the guys, what's it like to sit next to the guys at a Clipper game? Well, you're going to find out. And I can promise you it will be the most rated R experience and that every time <laughs> an, an opposing teammate has the ball, I will mumble and curse. I, that's all I do when the wow. opposing team has the ball. I just mumble and curse and just wish the worst on that player. And I can't wait to share that moment with you guys. But we're going to have a blast, and I'm looking forward to that. Oh, it's going to be fun. As you know, we get closer we to July always... 30th, we'll give you more of the uh, the deets, the pertinent details, the pert deets. Absolutely. You know, it, it, it was a dream come true this season to join the Clipcast after being a longtime contributor, a longtime best friend of Chris's, and longtime Clippers season ticket holder. It was a dream come true to get my press pass. I found it today digging through my press bag. Um, it got me really misty-eyed. And the only dream, the, the only thing bigger than that dream for me would be to call a live NBA game, and we are going to get to do it. Oh, yeah. um, and not just call it by sitting in a bar together, screaming at the TV like a couple of yahoos, but actually call it for fans to listen to. And it's going to be it's going to be awesome. And it's going to be you, great. And there's going to be there's going to be you, a healthy Mike. element of two guys at a bar yelling at the TV screen like a couple of yahoos. But at the end of the day, we have the gift of gab. We have the production savvy to know we're putting on a show and we will put on a show for you guys. And you can watch the games along with Hank and I in real time and listen to our nonsense. Let's continue. So you like the clips over the nets let's move on to our two final games the penultimate game of the regular season versus uh-oh, denver nuggets now look if you don't count the preseason and we don't we, no, we split don't. the series so far with the denver split nuggets it. we lost to them and we won to them now i want to point out a, a trend here yes that i think is important because we don't have the numbers on our side we went two and one lakers two and one new orleans two and one phoenix uh, 2-0, and 2-0 oh, and oh versus the Mavericks in Portland. We didn't play the Nets. Denver, we split the series. But if you look at our records versus all these teams, except the Lakers, every other team, if we lost to them, we lost early. And so we lost to Denver, but then the next time we played them, we won. And oops, um, Jokic <laughs> did test positive for COVID. Oops. Um, <laughs> We, we don't Oops. know. I don't have updates. I really looked around today, and I could not find any updates. I will be straight up with you. I have small kids, so I don't sit and watch ESPN all day, so it's possible that uh, that update uh, is Jokic out there and I is back, it. dude. He'll be back. He'll be, he'll be healthy. He he'll is be back. Okay. Um, and, I, and I wish him well. I mean, I heard I, – my understanding is that Gobert is still not 100%. So I really hope oh, that really? any person – any person or any player that got COVID is 100%. I want to beat every team ways. at 100% just to shut everyone up 
I want to look, man. Everybody. I'd like every I'd like every person to be at 100 percent because honestly, it's it's just a heartbreaker the way this is all rolling. But yes, in terms of basketball, I want him to be 100 uh, percent. But well, I think gone by the time is the we are seven games altitude. in. And the home cooking of Denver. Gone oh, is the Pepsi Center. You are no longer going to get a headache just breathing. You're no longer going to. It's, have... it's a tough stadium to play. It's, it's a, a tough, tough city to, a to just exist base. in, let alone be a world-class peak athlete in. And any road team who comes into Denver is always at a disadvantage versus the locals who are used to it and have been there and had their feet on the ground and their sea legs that high above sea level. So, look. We are one and one versus them. That's the only team that we are not really on top of season schedule wise in our season head to head series wise. So, yeah, that's definitely, you know, a red flag. But I like the Clippers versus Denver Nuggets. Who do you got? Oh, I've, oh my gosh. I've got the Clippers all day long because also don't forget after our back to back wins versus the Blazers and the Nets, we have three, I have two full days off. And they, there is no going out on the town and partying and pushing yourself a little bit too hard. These guys are stuck. Let me at, ask you, know, you this, the Disney Hank. World World of Sports Center. Yeah. We are locked in at the two seed. We have a buffer on either side. Do you see Doc Rivers resting guys, limiting minutes? Could that come into play? I, I really no. do think you take a look at a guy like Kawhi Leonard and go, all right, we're not going to just – we're not going to maybe rest him because we need him to be ready for the playoffs. But, look, you're going up against OKC for the last game of the regular season when you're locked in to your seeding. If you're locked in and there's wiggle room, I see a situation where our studs have very limited minutes. So that could possibly cost us the 8-0 well, no call that I'm listen. about to make. It could, buddy, but let's please not forget that as of right now, they 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 are only two and a half games behind us, right? Or one and a half games behind us in the standings. The Nuggets sure. right now are three, and they are one point five games behind us. So now they no, also yeah, I think I think we play full capacity Denver Nuggets, but I I think that last game versus OKC, I think we're resting a ton of guys. Well, buddy, we'll have to see because that is our ne- now. Now, by the way, we win this game. You think if we drop a game, this is the game we drop? That's correct. But you're not calling it as a loss. You're taking if it as we a win. were to lose, it would be versus Denver. Is that what you're telling me? No, that's no, that's what you just said. I'm saying that we win. <laughs> but this But that's game. what you're telling me. I'm telling you. Yeah, look, I guess that's- if we were going to stub our toe, <laughs> oh, if we're going to stub our toe and you. lose a game. I am here telling you it's because we rested guys versus OKC. If we were to stub our toe and just get beat, I think the team that scares me the most is probably Denver because, like you just said, they're the three seed trying to come in. I don't see them coming in. In in my wildest, in my Chris wildest, in my Chris co-wildest dreams, we overtake the L word and are going in at the one seed. But regardless, the Clippers never in franchise history, even back in the Buffalo Braves days, has never entered the playoffs anything better than the three seed. So I will be 100% thrilled totally to the max if we go in at the two seed and when we go in at the two or one. I am going to be thrilled. So I like us versus OKC because I think we will be full strength, hopefully playing for that one seed, maybe, or to distance ourselves from the three seed. So 
I like us at an 8-0. and If there is a 7-1 situation, it's most likely because we rested guys. Do you like us versus well, all those pissed-off former employees who got shipped to OKC? <laughs> I mean, that's yes, obviously a huge red flag, too. I like us. Now, now I do want to say this. Here's my red flag. There's only two teams that are in the top eight in the Western Conference that were hotter than the Clippers finishing the regular season, as it were, and that was the Lakers and the OKC Thunder. The Thunder were also 8-2 and two to finish the season. They were on a three-game winning streak. Um, but, look, sorry to rub salty salt into the wounds of Chris Paul fans, um, but I, 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 as always, will wonder how he does in postseason play, how his body holds up. Now, look, the Thunder were a shock. They were a shock. They were to me anyway. I guess there were a lot of people who were always saying any NBA player can be great. And I have many times said the worst, most dangerous NBA player is the NBA player with a chip on their shoulder. And Chris Paul has the biggest chip on his shoulder towards every team. He's just salty, oh, yeah, and I love dude, that he's about salty. him. Um, but I just don't think it ever really comes around for them. I don't think they beat us. Um, I suppose no, they, they, if I was looking for the stub your toe losses, they're the they are the heels of the loaf of bread of this eight games. It's the Lakers and the Oklahoma City Thunder because they're our first and eighth game. Right. Um, but I don't think they beat us. I think we had them two and one in the regular yes, season. Yes, sir. Two and one. And I think we beat them. We beat I them. agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And I'm very interested to see if Chris Paul can hold up in this very playoff-like atmosphere of an eight-game regular season that we just dissected. And if you're keeping score along, I call the Clippers at 8-0. and Hank calls them at 7-1, and stumbling out of the gate and then going hot into the playoffs, which is exactly where you want to be. So I can't wait to call the games with you, my friend. I can't wait for these games to start. But you were going to have to wait because there ain't no NBA basketball until July 30th at 6 p.m. Postern Standard Distant Time. What the hell does PDT stand for? Pacific Daylight that seems right. Television. <laughs> Pacific Daylight Time? I don't know. I don't know either, dude. I am not a Specific smart man today. <laughs> You're not a smart man. Uh, Chris, it is, first of all, great to hear your voice, buddy. Well, I should say last of all, because it's not first of all. We're 40-plus minutes into this thing. Clippers fans, we're fired up about the season getting started again. You're going to hear from us sooner than later, uh, because first of all, we're going to start getting our heads wrapped around this invitation from Hot Mike to start calling games. Uh, keep in touch with us. Reach out to us on Twitter. Subscribe to us. as we, We're going to do a clip cast after every single game that they air oh, yeah. on TV. Oh, and yeah. now the question will be, uh, over the next several days, because if I understand it correctly, the first is the deadline for guys to sign in or sign out. I think we probably are going to you're going to hear from us sooner than later because we possibly will have some Clippers news and definitely will have some NBA reactions to how these matchups might change based on who opts in and opts out of the Orlando Buble. Yes. And I think you told me it's July 1st. The guys have to make their final decision by right. That's my understanding, but I would love it if anybody on Twitter can can clear that up for us because there's yeah, just a lot of information. Yeah, and they all head to around. Orlando any day now to do their training season. I, I think they're you know they're all at the Honey Center. They're all still local in L.A. right now, but they're all about to get on that team jet and fly to Orlando to go to basketball bubble camp. And holy cow, is it going to be awesome! And I think it's just going to shatter all NBA viewing records ever because this is what we've been waiting for, and it is back. Yeah, and I think you you add to the mix that it's anybody's game. That there's people, oh, yeah, there's teams. I, you know, we said this on the the uh, crossover podcast we did a couple of weeks ago. How fun it would be! 
I said this, how fun it would be to have a wild card series in the NBA, just like they have uh, in baseball and they have yeah. in football. It would be so fun if every season and they a couple of teams it, that were just missing it could play the wild card series. Oh, and yeah. so we're going to get to see it. I, there's a whole lot of excitement here. And on top of that, none of the regular season records matter because so many teams are coming in healthy that weren't healthy previously. Uh, teams that have got some rust flakes on them, they need to get shaken off. So these eight games are super important to reevaluate. Um, Absolutely. LA, who, who's the who's the Twitter guy we follow? L.A. Film Room, uh, L.A. Clippers Film Room, uh, who's like such a king of stats. We love so much um, on Twitter. He was like somebody sh- kind of snarked at him. I don't know how you think that you can even try to predict how teams will play when they haven't played in a hundred days. And I wanted to say. That's what's so thrilling about it. Exactly. Can, it is anybody's game. So I can't wait. I think that fans that previously might have been checked out will check back in for this excitement. 100%. Uh, and all I really can say on after after almost a full game's time of screaming is go Clippers, man. Go Clippers. The Clippers story is to watch. Will they rest Kawhi Leonard in that back-to-back August 8th and August 9th? That's the real story for this remaining regular season. And then, of course – Will it be business as usual? Because in the NBA, it's oh so predictable. One always plays two in the conference finals every year in the playoffs. It's always one versus two. Every now and again, there's an anomaly. But let's see if it happens again. Or is this a total brand new Wild West shakeup? Only time will tell, my friend. And we will be there to call every game, Hanky. Wait, let's not forget that the one team that could make that not happen is the team that you are the most scared of, and that is the Denver Nuggets. So they're, you know, they're they're one point five games away from us in the standings going into this thing. We just have to see how it all rolls out. But my vote, I I, I believe it's Clippers two, Lakers one. That's our Western Conference final right there. That's my pick. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's what we've all wanted. It's gonna happen, although someone was just talking to me about Granted, they were talking from a social distance, Hank, but they were talking to me about how horrible the year 2020 is, and if anything could go wrong, it does. And I go, that's exactly why the Clippers are going to win it all, because it is going to piss off everyone. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Hank, sound the horn for Burbank, you dog, you old salty dog. Sound the dang horn, Hank. Toot, toot. Oh, God. Great.